1: In the shadows, you can hear the sounds, the rumble of a hundred hounds, the, the banshee, a terror of the, the wind. Go, you all can't see if they just know where to go. It's the creature.
0: Welcome back to the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast, a podcast dedicated to the monsters, mythology, and other things that go bump in the night, connected to the TV series Supernatural on the CW. I am your host, Dr. Chris.
1: And I'm Mel Heflin, joining for my first official episode as co-host.
0: Yes, Mel was on with us for the Asylum episode of Supernatural Creatures and Lore in one other, and she is now joining us for the foreseeable future, replacing our dearly departed co-host Kat, who has gone off to college to further her education as a filmmaker. Incidentally enough, Mel is in filmmaking as well, so all the co-hosts are filmmakers, as I make (laughs) films or attempt to once in a while as well. <clears throat> I am based here in Massachusetts Mel, what part of the United States are you in?
1: I'm all the way towards Annapolis, Maryland
0: Ah, yeah, as I grew up in Maryland once upon a time When I was <laughs> of a wee lad and then of a teenager
1: Love those crabs
0: (laughs) Yes, definitely Um, The episodes that we'll be covering are going to be about demons Uh, This is going to be the episode Salvation and Devil Trap that we'll be drawing lore from And Mel has these episode synopsis for us
1: Alright, so the episode Devil's Trap Which is all the way from May 4th, 2006 Which seems like a lifetime ago these days Sam and Dean seek help from Bobby Singer, an old family friend, in their mission to save their father from Meg. The brothers set a trap for Meg. Dun
0: dun dun. <laughs> um, Meg, of course, is the uh, <coughs> excuse me, is the uh, daughter of the yellow-eyed demon Azazel. And in the previous episode, uh, Meg turns to killing John's friends in order to get the Colt, uh, which is a ancient weapon you, that can kill anything. And this was like a big MacGuffin for the show for a while. This, you know, this ancient uh, gun. Um, if you have watched recent episodes of Supernatural, which by the way, we're not a Supernatural review show, so we are not going to be um on spoilers. So um just fair warning you, if you are only like halfway through the show or maybe it gave up after a few seasons, we're telling you stuff that's actually happened recently. Um the colt- the cult was recently destroyed, unfortunately. Um That was um,
1: after they went back in time and got the cult, right? Again
0: the, Well they got the they got more bullets for the cult or something, I think, right? Didn't they? In the Phoenix episode?
1: I thought they went back in time to get
0: the cult again. Oh. Really? Oh, that's right. And then it wasn't it, like, lost again? And then they got word that, like, like Crowley had it? And, no, no. Afterwards, well, the Men in Letters had the cult. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay, so the Men in Letters, British Men in Letters, had the other cult. And then um, it was recently destroyed by Dagon, who was a knight of hell.
1: That cult gives them all kinds of problems. I think yeah. Stick to even killing knives, personally.
0: Um, unfortunately, this is. Somehow
1: an... they didn't discover during the whole first few seasons, even though it's much easier.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, the problem is with. Uh, as most monsters on this show, um, they don't do monsters very well sometimes due to budget constraints. And the episode they had Dagon on, she was just like this Asian American actress. And you're just kind of yeah. like. Okay, so she's a pretty woman. Great. They usually are. Yeah, I mean, Dagon in Stuart Gordon's film is basically like this, uh, like a god next to like that's as powerful as let's say Cthulhu. So let's hope they never do Cthulhu on Supernatural because you know it's just going to be some dude. A person, yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, But uh, demons on Supernatural are benevolent spirits that are the direct opposite of angels. They are created from human souls that have endured extensive torture in hell by Alistair and other demons. In the process, they become corrupt, extremely evil, and very powerful. Similar to angels, they require a vessel to walk the earth, though are able to roam in smoke form. The species as a whole functions as basically the series' primary protagonists. And this is from Supernatural, the TV show. Now, demons in real life, whether or not you believe in God and the devil, is up to you. That's not what we're going to be discussing. But demons have permeated um, pieces of history and poetry and literature and pop culture for hundreds of years.
1: There are countless movies that have demons in them. Um one of my favorite favorite movies being um The Pick of Destiny.
0: Yeah, are you talking about the the, the band the movie Jack with Black Jack Black? Movie? Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh like, what, what like what's the name of their band? Yeah. The
1: Pick of Destiny, um crossover in the near future since I heard about the Scooby Doo crossover coming. Anywho, I'm That would be way interesting. <laughs>
0: um that would be interesting you know we might actually coming up in the in an a future episode skip ahead to season 13 which would be the first time um the podcast has covered a currently running episode just to do like animation in horror or something maybe uh we'll have to wait to see you know uh, when we get closer to the scooby-doo episode of supernatural Uh, just because I love Scooby-Doo and the fact that they're doing an animated episode with the crossover, it feels like I gotta jump on that bandwagon of like, oh, we gotta do some coverage about this, because there's so much horror animation out there. Yeah. (laughs) And depending on what they do for a monster of the week in that, it might be, you know, still tied into whatever the monster of the week happens to be. Uh, but we'll cover that ground when we get there. I would like, of course, to see a demonic possessed Scooby-Doo, maybe. (laughs) Oh my gosh, how fun! He becomes like a hellhound, like from Ghostbusters or something. <laughs> oh,
1: that would be crazy.
0: Yeah, or like, or like, or like, Daphne gets possessed or something, <laughs> and they could just go to all sorts of wrong places with it. I mean, possibly they could like totally go off the rails with that episode, but who knows? Um. <laughs> What of what type of sightings in history do we have about demonic possession and demons?
1: Uh it ranges all over the place. There is just countless 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 tales about demonic possession. The possession of Emily Rose, there's um I believe the exorcist was actually inspired by a true story.
0: Yeah, I think it was a boy in India, I believe, not a girl.
1: Yeah. Um, and who hasn't, you know, played with a Ouija board in their teen years and accidentally talked to above?
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, the list of demonic names, um, you could probably name a child after as well, um, are, is extensive. I mean, you just type in demons on Google and you'll come up with, like, pages upon pages. But you'll also, under uh, deliriousrealms.com, their demon site, they list... So many different forms of demons, um, including, by the way, Abaddon, who comes into Supernatural in seasons like eight or nine. Yeah. <clears throat> but the demon in question that we would be talking about, of course, uh, focusing on one particular demon because we will cover these other demons as we get it's to Alistair, them. Right? Uh, as well, Azazel. no, Azazel. As Alistair is actually the torturer of hell that comes into season four. Oh my gosh,
1: there's so many demon names. I. I, I try to keep them all straight.
0: But the yellow-eyed <laughs> demon that movie set. <laughs> the yellow-eyed demon that killed Mary—that is the—I um, would say the primary antagonist of the show through the first two seasons—is Azazel. Yeah.
1: yeah. And he, he has a daughter too, for which a while. is kind
0: um, Azazel is the chief of the uh, Serim of goat demons, who's haunted the desert to whom most primitive Semitic uh, non-Hebrew tribes offered sacrifice to.
1: Yeah, actually, when I was doing some research about demon lore, speaking of sacrifices, um, most demon summoning rituals, which, by the way, you can find so many just by Googling, quote, how to summon a demon into Google. You type that into Google, and you can summon summon your own demon, folks. Oh, really?
0: Is it a spell that (laughs) we can pull off right now? Do we need ingredients? I
1: mean, some of them require human sacrifices. Some of them require... um, blood magic, some of them require uh animal sacrifices, which I am totally not done with. I love my puppies
0: yeah. yes does does any of them require us playing with any type of like little box of magic toy trinket thing like in in like hellraiser a box yes, like in hellraiser uh
1: you know um i clear of boxes at yard sales because of possible Dybbuk boxes ever since I did the movie Jinn, which Jinn is uh, like an Arabic demon, which is closely related to genies, but oh my gosh, the the lore of monsters and demons, so many of them cross over and back again. (laughs)
0: Now we introduce a new section of the show for Supernatural Creatures and Lore. uh, Movies that Mel has been in with the creature in question for the episode. Mel, what demonic movie were you in connected to our current topic?
1: I'm going to have to go with How the West Was Dead. I'm not going to give out any major spoilers. But if you want to see me as a pretty hot, sexy demon um, dating back to some much earlier times during the Civil War. You might want to check out How the West Was Dead, which is coming out in, like, two weeks.
0: And who's the director of it?
1: This is Benjamin Baker.
0: Benjamin Baker. Do you have a plot synopsis for us from IMDb, maybe?
1: Um, That's a great idea. Let us let me do that. How the
0: And how sexy yeah. are we talking? Are we talking, like, your photo shoot on the Pentagram or the Dick Nato movie you did?
1: Oh, goodness. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I think demons are pretty hot. So um, I'm going to have to go with uh, me on the pentacle. Gotcha. Where is this plot synopsis? It's hiding from me. (laughs) Well, anyways, um, the plot is... It basically goes through with a group of miscast people. um, People that you wouldn't normally see banding together and they become demons and they're confederate soldiers so it's um it's pretty interesting and i definitely hope that there's a sequel
0: because there's room for it with the old west there's definitely room for sequels
1: always there's so much of it
0: do you dress up as a cowgirl
1: i don't i was really hoping to (laughs) but I wear a Union suit. I'm not sure if you're familiar with what a Union suit is, but it's uh, old-timey pajamas with the butt flap.
0: Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, I I was thinking of a Union suit like you were in the Union Army in this, or you were former Union Army since it's like the Old West, which is usually the Old West takes place after the Civil War.
1: Okay, so back to what we were talking about earlier, how it's as easy as typing how to summon a demon into Google. Um, The first one that pops up is how to summon an otherworldly entity using your bathroom mirror.
0: Yeah, we kind of covered a bit of that when we were talking about uh, Bloody Mary. Is it basically the same way?
1: It's like there's constant warnings on this page. Um, You're meddling with forces beyond your control and understanding, piercing the veil of life and death, imperialing your immortal soul and blah 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 to freak out your friends. Seriously, don't do this. These are real. Don't do this. Not just suburban slumber party folklore. But if you must, here are some step-by-step guidelines to summoning Bloody Mary, Candyman, and Baby Blue into your home. If anybody is actually brave enough to go through these, film it and send it to us because we want to see it.
0: Now, I don't think the uh the candyman would make a lot more amount of sense as that is definitely as fictitious as let's right. say uh Beetlejuice. Um but Candyman and Beetlejuice of course are mostly like ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much into the demonic possession as um the uh the character of Zazel played by uh Frederick Layne... Lay- 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 Lay. Uh, who has a career going all the way back to the 70s and is kind of a bit part actor in most of the stuff that he's in, TV movies and, and other things.
1: Yeah. Um...
0: Um, he's the one who plays the uh, yellow-eyed demon that we're most familiar with. Gotcha. And by the way, speaking of uh, demonic possessions, uh, he actually played a minister once in Amityville um, 4, The Evil Escapes. Speaking of demons, uh, the Amityville horror, <laughs> why hasn't Sam and Dean never gone to the Amityville house?
1: Oh. Uh... I don't know there's so many things that i I really want them to do Ugh, I was just talking about this the other day with somebody, all the things that they have yet to do, oh, um chupacabra, yeah, which is actually brought up in one of the episodes that I was rewatching, yeah, um, the uh the episode with Empire the Gordon episode with Gordon, yeah, and that episode like, will oh, be chupacabra two states over, and it's like, why have I never seen them fight a chupacabra I mean. These days, they would probably have a chupacabra turn into a human or whatever, which I'm totally not <laughs> down with. But I, I miss the roots. So this has been so nostalgic for me to revisit the earlier episodes. How where... about a, how
0: about a mummy? They've never fought a mummy. No. No. Huh. No, never fought a mummy. Going back to Azazel. And by the way, we will have an episode. This was something I had planned with uh with Cat, but we were waiting until we got like through the first or maybe second season of Car- of Creatures, but uh we will do an episode of Supernatural. Um possibly now that we're in the season 13, maybe we'll wait a little bit into season 13, but we'll do an episode of the podcast where we cover the uh, monsters Sam and Dean has not fought.
1: Oh, excellent.
0: Um, the list ready. <laughs> now, the first time Azazel is ever mentioned Is in Leviticus 16.8 uh, God ordered Aaron to send him a goat Carrying all of the Israelite sins I hmm. uh, don't have copy of the Bible handy my last co-host was a uh, girl of, uh, of, she was a. She actually went to uh, a Christian uh, high school, so was a little bit more into the Bible than I was, but I'm not too familiar with uh, Leviticus, as I didn't as pay attention to uh, very much in Sunday school. But it's the third book in the Jewish Bible, and of the Old Testament.
1: Uh, that's a lot more than I've ever known about it. Uh, I don't think I've ever even seen a Bible. <laughs>
0: it, Mel can't be near the Bible, as it will burn her sensitive skin. Right. Yes. It comes after uh, Exodus, uh, which is the second book after Genesis.
1: You're speaking Hebrew to me, bro.
0: But this is the first time Azazel is actually mentioned in any form for a demon in the uh, uh, in any testament in uh, real mythology. They don't really kind of carry this over very much as uh, into the episode itself. But in the, uh, and this is from the Bible itself. Um, in the Apocalypse of Abraham, uh, Azazel is betrayed as an unclean bird which came down upon the sacrifice which Abraham prepared. This is a reference to Genesis 15:11. Birds of prey came down upon the carcasses and Abram drove them away now i did pull up a copy of the digital bible that i do keep on hand for the specific reason that kat has actually sent to me uh weeks ago when i asked her do we have a digital copy of the bible i can reference and Whoa. this is the testament of the apocalypse of abraham 13 um uh, uh chapter 13 four through nine and the unclean bird spoke to me and said what are you doing abraham on the unholy heights where no one eats or drinks nor is there upon them food for men but there are But these all will be consumed by fire and ascend to the height that will destroy you. And it came to pass, when I saw the bird speaking, I said this to the angel, Why is this, my lord? And he said, This is the disgrace. This is Azazel. And he said to him, Shame on you, Azazel. For Abraham's portion is in heaven, and yours is on earth. For you have selected here and become enamored by the dwelling place of your blemish. Therefore the Eternal Ruler, the Mighty One, has given you dwelling on earth. Interesting. The depiction of Azazel in most uh, Bible lore is of like a goat uh, horned kind of demon. Um, And apparently that's a lot of where we get the images of goats from for demons associated with the devil himself. It's actually more with other demons than Lucifer. Because Lucifer, don't forget, is an angel himself. Right. And we're going to get beautiful. all of the Lucifer, don't worry, when we get closer <laughs> to Season 5. We're going to be skipping episodes, so we'll be at Season 5 before you know it, just because this show does repeat the monsters, and we're not going to do repeat episodes of topics we've already covered, unless it's something new we haven't covered before. Like, we'll do multiple episodes about ghosts, and we might try and have some ghost experts on the show with us. Uh, to give us their professional opinion about ghosts, but um, we're not going to do, like, a second episode about Wendigos, even though Wendigos only appeared in one episode of Supernatural, but that's just an example. What other information do we have about demons that might be of great interest?
1: One question that I had, um, specifically speaking of Supernatural lore, what's interesting to me is Meg, the vessel that she's controlling, becomes... Broken because she had fallen off of a twenty-foot building or something. Um, her body was the body she was using was completely broken, and yet Meg the demon was completely unaffected. I would have thought. Um, what's interesting to me, I don't remember any point throughout all of the seasons of Supernatural any of the demons inhabiting already dead bodies so if the person inside dies how are they not booted out
0: as long as the person in, as long as the body itself like this is covered later on when um, Lisa is possessed in season 6 and she stabs herself the demon stabs Lisa and she mm-hmm. says that as soon as I smoke out Lisa needs to go to the emergency room Dean so you have a choice and she stabs herself and then she smokes out and then Dean's got to rush Lisa to the emergency room and he saves her but it's like the same thing with Castiel uh, as he explained to his daughter the same thing with angel vessels that they uh, um, the uh, Jimmy's uh body the vessel Castiel inhabits um, was blown apart on the atomic scale and that immediately sent his soul to heaven
1: it goes beyond me <laughs>
0: But, I mean, Castiel's <laughs> I really body was it. completely destroyed by a Lucifer at the end of Season 5. Um, up to that point, uh, Jimmy was still alive. And that's, again, a whole thing with angels okay. that we'll get to as well. But uh, there are, like, ways to destroy a demon. Um, I mean, we've covered exorcisms in a previous episode before, but there are um, interesting ways to kill a demon um, from, you know, and most of it's from pop culture. Uh, just because I'm no demon hunter, neither is Mel. So you're going to kind of take any of the things to kill a demon with a grain of salt.
1: Yeah, I've never killed a demon before.
0: No, neither have I. Um, yet. yet. Uh But the one thing that seems to be very consistent with both demons and like ghosts um, is salt seems to not be anything any demonic presence can cross over.
1: Salt and they don't seem to take too kindly to holy water either.
0: No, nothing, nothing holy, blessed by God himself. Do you ever happen to have any rock salt on hand, just in case you're, you know, terrified? Oh, I
1: have bags of it in my garage. Well,
0: there you go. Do you salt around your house?
1: I never felt the need to, but you know, I might actually do some repacks of some um, shotgun casings for my shotgun, just in case. Do we have we pretty good? Know.
0: Do we have pretty good gun laws in Maryland?
1: Oh no, not at all.
0: Oh really? They're they as bad as Massachusetts?
1: Right around there, I know that the concealed carry permits don't um, don't do anything for Maryland.
0: Ah. The other thing that they cover in these episodes is the cult. And there's, the cult is completely made up for supernatural. There is no mystical King Arthur-style weapon out there that can kill demons. Um, the cult is kind of a reference to, have you ever read or did you see the movie The Dark Tower?
1: No, I
0: have not. Well, in the uh, supernatural lore, we know the Colt was made from like a meteor that came down. Like that's how Daniel Colt fashioned the gun. That's explained by John Winchester in the uh, the episode the Colt first appears. In the Dark Tower, the the guns that Roland the Gunslinger uses are actually the metal of the gun is fashioned from what's left of Excalibur.
1: Uh, whoa yeah i I don't remember that that's really cool,
0: yeah that was uh something they just kind of briefly say in the uh Dark Tower movie, but it's gone into a lot more detail in the seven novels that are connected to the dark tower um something they obviously kind of a lot of people feel as though they screwed up on, but that's a whole other Stephen King do- conversation for another time. There's no mystical weapons out there to banish demons and that sort of thing. Um, most people believe that, you know, demonic possession is a bunch of uh, hokey mumbo jumbo and people who need serious mental health. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, people who say they see demons are not exactly looked on as being like the most sane people ever. Um, demonic. It's is
1: really unfortunate because we have no idea the extent to what is out there.
0: Correct. We'll get to a cool little connection to uh, Emily Rose um, coming up in another episode that we'll be recording together, uh, which will be out in a few weeks. Uh, It's actually the episode that ties into zombies, um, so I'm going to save that little piece of uh, trivia for that. The demons on Supernatural... Um, are primarily made up of several different uh, pieces of mythology and lore that Eric Kripke put together. Uh, Eric Kripke was also the showrunner of Supernatural for the first five seasons and then the showrunners. I
1: could have sworn it was Bobby Singer.
0: But Robert Singer? Um, yeah, he was a producer. He's, though, a produ- right? he's been a long time producer of the show. Um, of course, made fun of in that episode the... Uh, the uh, the French <laughs> Connection, or whatever it is. Um, well, that is about it for, we, uh, for this episode of Supernatural Creatures and Lore, covering the season finale of Supernatural, and also kind of a bit about the season premiere of Season 2, only because the yellow-eyed demon's in it, but that doesn't really have one concrete kind of bad guy in it. There's also, like, Reapers, so um, the next episode that you'll be hearing on our podcast will actually be covering clowns, because nothing's wow. creepier than clowns. Everybody Loves a Clown, which is the name of the episode, Um, and we'll cover more about that as well as a certain clown that's currently um, in the media right now on the Supernatural Creatures and Lore podcast. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at SPN Creatures Creatures and Lore, as well as on, you can join the group, which is Supernatural Creatures and Lore, and as well as on our individual Twitters. What is yours, Mel?
1: At Mel Heflin, M E L. H E F L I
0: N. And at Chris D S A V, which is the main Twitter for the entire Radio of Horror network, which is, encompasses Dr. Chris's Radio of Horror, Supernatural Creatures and Lore, and the Dead TV podcast. Once again, thank you to our sponsor, Wicked Chronic, located in Natick, Massachusetts, as well as our theme song as performed by. Uh, Jess O'Lantern, and uh, hopefully, you can check out Jess O'Lantern as she is touring all over the area. She was recently in Salem, Massachusetts, and she was in CT Horror Fest, which was last week. So, definitely check her out to find out where she is going to be performing next. And we'll see you in two weeks on the next episode of Supernatural Creatures and Lore.
1: See you then, everybody. In the shadows, you can hear the sounds the rumble of-